What's up, everybody? It's For the Culture Podcast. This is your boy, Coach Tony, in the room. I got our boy, Grego. We got TK. We got the mayor, Rashad. And, of course, we got Ringo. Everybody, what's going on with y'all? What's going on, man? Another week? Guys, guys, guys. Ooh, we Corona vibes, man. Guys, guess what? What's up? The north of the wall is dead, son. It's over with. We moving on up, man. As your residence? Yes. You finally live in Atlanta, man. That's what's up. Yeah. Back. ITP. Hitting you live from Decatur. I'm Wait. like, I, I, I'm in a good part of Decatur. I'm not, I'm not, you know, there's, there's no hoodlums around here. You know, it's, it's full of good people. I'm, um, I'm right around the corner from Emory. You know, smart man. Translation. Translation. He lives near the whites, everybody. He's excited. Near the whites. <laughs> yeah, AKA gas is really cheap over there right now. Yeah, exactly. Yes. How many breweries you got around you? Um, <laughs> none immediately around me, but like they're all like within like five minutes. Like I, I just like I've been driving around, kind of get my see like what's around me. Like uh, I just realized the farmers market is like within like five minutes from me. I got three Publixes around me. I'm like I've never had that shit before in my life. I'm like that's how fancy this neighborhood is. Like there's I only. Only if I go east, west, or south, there's a there's a Publix in my direction. I'm like, yo, like this is kind of crazy for me, but uh, it's uh, it's just not not too bad, not too bad at all. Yeah, man. You know, like I said, it's week four of quarantine. I'm tired of looking at my house. You know, every time <laughs> I think about it, I just want to burn this motherfucker down, Pookie. Come on. How many potatoes are you planting? I planted about like twelve potatoes, so like we go, we gonna do a, we gonna do a fry. <laughs> we gonna have, we gonna fry straight out the garden. You gotta get Chef Ringo, you know, to cater the next uh, FTC party because you know he been um he been uh, dabbling in the kitchen and everything, man. Got the cilantro chicken and everything. Hey man, like, you know, I'm, hey man, I, I'm, you know, I'm booked. You know, go ahead and check my bio. You can book me for any cooking event. Holla at your boy. At the Ringo Show and all the socials, man. <laughs> what you're what you telling us is if we make it up out of here by Juneteenth, it's lit. It's gonna it be might lit. be a possibility. It <laughs> might be a possibility. Man, listen. Okay, okay. Yo. But you know how, like, Trump was going for, you know, um, Easter weekend originally, yeah. this weekend coming up. Yeah. yeah. You're it's, saying everything's going to be better. Yeah. Back in business, Juneteenth weekend for four yeah, June Yeah, we're gonna be free for Juneteenth, man. You know, you heard it here first, man. The culture <laughs> that's that's our that's our date, Juneteenth. <laughs> the culture has said it. Rashad, man, how you been? How you been holding up during this quarantine? Um, my head is still attached to my shoulders. Uh I'm still I'm feeling pretty well. I think um I'm pretty optimistic about things. So things are looking up. Um, man, it's, I don't know. I'm taking it, I'm taking it better than I thought. I'm ready for it to be over, but I'm taking it better than I thought I would originally. So I'm good. My head's above water. 
Keeping your head above water. Question is, man. You can. How, how, are you guys, how are you guys' uh, social lives going with the ladies? You guys are business as usual, or you guys got to get a little creative now? <laughs> I really haven't gotten creative. But, uh, you know, you get a couple more, like, hit backs or, like, random messages you wasn't expecting, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. uh, I've I don't heard know, maybe my... Maybe my message from like several episodes ago is probably still working, you know, but, um, <laughs> you know, but uh, <laughs> I don't have to like send that little bat signal anymore. They come through. <laughs> how you doing? How your, how your uh, quarantine going? <laughs> oh, I wish I had a man around. Mm. Stuff like that, you know? <laughs> I'm like, okay, I oh, see you know how to, I see through it. You know how to fix things. Yeah, you can come through. <laughs> hey, quarantine and chill. <laughs> Social distancing. <laughs> Social distancing. Oh, man. Before, before we go too deep up in this, I, I did want to give a quick shout out to the guys from uh, River City 93, Elliot and Chenier, for uh, pulling up last week. You know, coming through, I actually uh, got a chance to listen to about almost all, all the episode from last week. You know, definitely dug, dug the questions that were asked during the show. You know, definitely. Like, I think that's the first time I've actually heard Shanir talk. So that was kind of dope. So, <laughs> but um, I'm glad that, uh, that y'all were able to, to get that done in, in, in my absence and everything. And, um, yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm – I need some sports. I need some. I need. I need something, man. Cause yo, like, have y'all? What have y'all? What have y'all been watching in place of sports? Because I think people don't realize like like how how much TV content you know whether it's soccer, basketball, baseball would have started up by now. Hockey. It's like all that's just basically gone. Like all we got is like. Empty arena WrestleMania. I'm like, yo, I, I can't do this shit. <laughs> I would say there's only there's. I, I appreciate history and I appreciate watching some of your old like favorite uh, sporting events. Mm-hmm. It's like it's only so much you can do. It's only so much you can do. I'm, I'm longing for fresh new competition. You know. But it's it's cool to relive, um, you know, moments that we saw in the past that, you know, we remember our favorite players and matchups and things like that. But I've been watching some old soccer games. I've been watching a little bit of uh, baseball. Baseball would have been starting right about now. And just, um, I don't know, whatever whatever comes across the tube, uh, if I if I have time for it, I'll, I'll check it out. I got this. Like, you know, That's as far as watching – as far as watching these old games, I've, I've never been a fan of watching old games. Um, yeah, I was about to ask that because, like, you know, it's like it's one thing, like, like once the game has happened and, like, once the game is over, like, you might, like, rewatch it on DVR maybe, like, once. But, like, you don't be thinking about watching the game from, like, five, ten years ago just like, hey, let me just see what see what's on TV because, like, I, I remember, um, of course, they still got um, ESPN Classic, right? Like with all the throwback games. Like I, ain't, I've never, I haven't watched that in forever. I'm like, shit. Like 
is this really the the move? I mean, like I said, I know we got to fill up the TV content somehow, but it's like after yeah. like um, you know, like on being sports, they have like the the, the show uh, ninety and thirty, where like that's like a ninety minute game and like basically like you know compress it down to like thirty minutes. Like give me something like that where it's like you know you just you ain't got to watch like everything drag out. Just give me the, all the good shit. That's right. Everybody's playing video games as well. Like all the, the all the uh, athletes are playing 2K tournaments and FIFA and and NASCAR racing and stuff like that. And it's like, man, I can't get into it like that. Like I've seen a couple of matches, but I just can't get into it. I don't know. Have you guys witnessed any of that stuff? Well, what I was saying was that, like, for me, like I've never since a little kid, I've never really rewatched games. It's only like maybe five games out of all sports that I will rewatch. One of them top ones are the ones when, uh, what's his name from when Texas beat USC in the national championship. Um, Vince Young, when Vince Young had that incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Before, I mean like that game or like when, you know, Bird and, uh, Dominique Wilkins were going back and forth in the Eastern, you know, um, playoffs or whatever. Like there's only like a handful of games that I rewatch in sports. Otherwise, I have no care to because I, I'm always about like new stories, new feelings, new meaning. Like, and so in this spare time, like I've been watching, you know, Netflix. So you will be happy to know I finally finished Tiger King. Um, whoa, weren't lying. I was <laughs> all, Carol, all the Carol Baskin jokes, of course, right now. Um, the crazy thing, like everybody keeps on skimming over, is uh when his uh his first husband or whatever killed himself or whatever. That's the one I was like, nobody's been talking about that. Like, and that thing was on screen too. So I've been watching Tire King just finished Ozark. Talk about a nice little plot twist at the end too. Not going to spoil it for anybody, but you know, I, I write, I like new stories. I like new entertainment. Um, so reliving, you know, greatest sports moments, yeah, they're good for discussion topics and barbershop talks and everything like that, but I, I I have no interest watching a full game of any kind over. I just have no interest in that. So, like, when ESPN and everybody's been showing all these old games, I haven't watched one, to be honest. I think I tried maybe, like, one, but like I said, like, like after a while, it's like, yo, like, mm-mm. Even though I did see the NBCSN, like, I guess, like, of course – their mornings are usually reserved for EPL, so like they'll sh- they will show like I think they did like uh, uh, Chelsea and Arsenal from like 2014 and um, uh, May not Arsenal from 2011, like when we beat Arsenal eight to two, like shit like that. And like it's one of those things like like you don't know if like they're gonna show like the whole game and they realize oh you're showing the whole whole game like bruh. like I could do it for so long, but after a while I'm like yeah let's let's see what else is on TV, but. I have been uh, doing like, uh, basically, I've been doing like something old and something new each week. And like, of course, I'm still working down on the wire. I'm on season four right now. But um, I actually tried out the um, the the show on um, CBS All Access Star Trek Picard. That's actually pretty dope. That's actually pretty dope. Chica, where you at? Be producing, man. What you what you been watching, Ringo? Oh, what haven't I'm I been watching? <laughs> kids, kids. Um, kind of um, like you guys said, I'm not a big 
like rewatching sports. I, I, I lie. I rewatch boxing matches. Whenever like an old boxing match is on, I'll watch it. Like even if I know the result, I'll watch that. Something about old boxing has replay value. Like um, they had uh, Ali, a couple of Ali matches were on today. Um, but I wa- I've been watching a lot of um, like old 80s movies like uh, Tremors. I just like before That's we started recording. <laughs> yeah, before we started recording, I just watched Bloodsport with uh, Van Damme. So, um, yeah, that's what I've been watching. Kind of just enjoying all these old movies that are on. Um, not much new is out there right now. So, um, yeah, it is what it is. You know, I will say I think there is going to be like a little bit of positiveness and the replay of all the old games is uh, mainly because hopefully everyone will now have a little bit of a history lesson and they can, you know, like some of these matches we've already seen or, you know, watched live. But hopefully, you know, fans that are now getting into the game uh, will be able to recant those matches and know some of the important things that have happened in the history of uh, certain clubs and whatnot, certain, you know, epic matchups and whatnot. Yeah. Look at that, that positive spin. I like that, TK. Look at you, man. Look at you. Well, you know. <laughs> got to teach them. Yeah. That's what they keep but encouraging they- to do in quarantine, learn a new skill. So, what, what, what have you guys learned a new skill? I know Ringo's planting potatoes. He can do say about every potato, sweet, rare. I don't know. <laughs> That's it. I'm about to become the potato king. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out to George Washington Cop. That's it. Um, getting better at spreadsheets. You know what I'm saying for. You know, working from home, I got more time to work on spreadsheets, so it's a new skill right there. And TPS reports. Gotta make your stuff a little bit, you know, hireable, you know, marketable. Rashad, what about uh, you? Man, I've been working on my productivity. Mm. That's been trying to get more productive and, and All right, time. so <laughs> hey, hey, I'll take some of those tips too, man. I know I uh, I'll be doing a whole bunch of shit and be like struggling to get to the finish line on like two or three things, you know what I'm saying? Did they still got you um working at the shop? Yeah, man, I'm there three days a week. Damn. Like that's the part that's like, you know, really been tripping me out. It's like um you know, the people who I think I mentioned it the last time I was on the sh- on the show, um you know, like, because you got people who still have to go to work and still, you know, kind of putting themselves at risk of being exposed and everything. And But, of course, they're getting their hours cut. I was talking to a homegirl of mine uh, just today, matter of fact, and basically she's still working, but basically she's only getting paid for like six hours, you know, for the week because they basically have tried to cut hours like you've seen in with a, a lot of teams in Europe. Like they're, start, they're now starting to to cut salaries and starting to furlough employees and it's starting to get real over there. And, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely like, I'm not sure like how this is all going to, you know, unfold for everybody, especially when you consider like how deep the game is, you know, from like top division down to like in most, most countries they are like going to at least five or six divisions deep. And, so like a lot of those teams like at the bottom, they're gonna be like, hey, like we need we need some games somehow, and it's it's, it's they're not gonna be there. And like I um I saw that uh, Germany's actually already back in training. That's a practice. 
Yeah, they're doing the uh, five. It's like they're it's limited the way I like read a little bit about it, like five people to a section or something like that. Yeah, they're trying to find workarounds, you know, to, you know, keep it to where, like, you know, they have the no more than 10. So, like, in your case, like you just said, like, they've been doing, like, basically in groups of five, things like that. Now, mind you, Germany's, you know, been, at least in Europe, Germany's been one of the countries that have been ahead of the curve as far as keeping things down to a minimum. But at the same time, I, I don't know if I would go as far as to say that they should be training just yet. Um, I got, I think that. I don't think that things are so uh, so settled that they can say, okay, like it's safe for us to go travel unless they're keeping everyone isolated. Because I know, um, I know here stateside, they um, basically baseball's been tossing out scenarios as far as how they can start playing again, like basically like basing everyone in Arizona, and because like they have a a lot of their spring training games are out in Arizona as well as Florida. So they have a lot of baseball fields that they can work with, and basically you can have all the games on those in um, in that Phoenix metro area. But um, I'm not sure how you do that with soccer because I think that there's because there's that many teams out there, especially in Europe, and I don't think that they're in a spot yet where they can just say, okay, like hey, it's safe for us to go training just yet. They could do something like create some sort of, I know this sounds like a movie, but safe zones where they deem a certain stadium, like I guess you were referring to with the baseball um, analogy, is, or rather that, you know, they can go to Florida, they use this base for training, so we'll isolate that location. And I could see that potentially working, but they would have to really kind of come to the table as far as meeting in the middle for the location and then making sure that that place was secure and, you know, safe. <laughs> I still think all this is crazy because there's too much that we don't know. <laughs> there's no vaccine. There's no treatment. <laughs> and we're acting like life can go on. Trying to do things this soon, I think, is reckless on, on so many aspects. I, I, I mean, yeah. I think the idea is solid. I just think that, like you said, like you know, it's definitely too soon to be trying that all that right now because you, things haven't settled down just yet. Uh, I know. I think the reason why they suggested uh, Arizona is because there is one of the few states that have been that haven't been hit that hard, or at least so we know because testing isn't still consistent everywhere yeah, yet. Which like the, there's, but there's still interstate transit. Like we're not like borders were like chopped off and like blocked off or whatever, like and preventing people from coming in, like then that would make sense. But that's not the case. People are going in and out of states and cities left and right like it ain't nothing. So there's no way of containing that virus in a state. That shit doesn't know borders. So using that excuse saying they have low numbers right now, that's because right now we haven't even touched the peak of what we're trying to see. So all the numbers are screwed anyway. I'm all for making plans. That's what we're doing in our organization. You have to make plans. I get that. But to say that we're going to have baseball back up and running in May, it's fucking reckless. It's fucking ridiculous. It ain't going to happen. Because your boy already said, you know, he, he, he called up all the commissioners and said, hey, you want, want the NFL to, to start on time? Like, hey, if nothing else, you know, NFL can't be touched. You know, this. And I mean, the whole thing with that, too, is like, you know, so many people rely on NFL as far as their whole psyche and how it depends on, you know, 
I mean, if really we get deep into it, they like to see, you know, 22 black guys go up against each other and beat each other up every weekend. And, you know, we can get into that $40 million slave discussion. But that definitely gets people going. But still, I mean, I think everything that we're talking about, trying to get stuff started up in May, we're going to have a, a hard, rude awakening. And it's going to be, you know, when you start seeing people who are working at the places, getting sick, falling ill, hopefully not passing away, it's just going to still happen. There's no treatment. There's no vaccine. So there's nothing under control right now. So sports and governing bodies to think that they have control of this situation right now and think that they can do this, I think it's crazy. That's the part where I'm like, y'all think that's the ego talk. That's the ego talking, saying, yeah, we could do this. It's no big problem. And then next thing you know, the game's starting. Then, like, within a week, we got to start. We got to stop because what's up? Somebody, somebody tested positive, so we got to stop and wait another four or five weeks, if that. And we start all over again. Like, like we might have to, like, pause the racism calendar and do a, you know, as soon as somebody else tests positive, got to push back a few more weeks. Like, that's that's where we are right now. Well, now it's like, if you know, I mean, now you see Boris Johnson, he's in the ICU right now. Is he going to be the first big name? That, it's just uh, preventative. It's just preventative. <laughs> it's ignorant. It's ignorant. Yeah, Boris Johnson wished this shit on himself, man. I don't I like totally agree. Wish, yeah, there's a uh, corona on him, but he was out there talking flagrant in his hell. Look at yep. his ass. Yep. Bitch ass in ICU. I blame his hair. I blame his hair. Who had, all right, I was having this debate with my brother and my dad today. Who has worse hair, Boris Johnson or Donald Trump? I'm going to say Donald Trump. Donald, after- Donald Trump has worse hair than Boris because Boris is, is his hair. Donald's is like bad plugs. Yeah, totally. And I just saw the episode of Family Guy where they make fun of Donald Trump as president, and <laughs> they definitely highlight the hair. It's, it's, it's DT all day. That's <laughs> <laughs> the hair. <laughs> they have an, a scene in the in this uh, this episode where they uh, they come into the Oval Office and they have to wait because uh, Trump's got his head inside of a cotton candy machine to get that little spin for the top. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but you know what? I will say on the positive side of things. You know, obviously, we all know that, like this quarantine time has sucked. We can't watch any, you know, live sports. Um, you know, our, our, our porn clubbing is at a high level. But <laughs> I will say that, uh, you know, this past weekend, now you start to see all these DJs and everything start to do these uh, uh, competitions and live shows and everything. And, you know, it's interesting how, like, all these industries are having to revamp what they do and, still trying to figure out ways they can monetize and still keep people engaged and entertained. I will say the positive thing out of this is that I think now, whenever that normal day comes back to us or whatever, then you will start seeing more, you know, music musicians and entertainers using these live broadcasts to kind of like put stuff out on a more consistent basis. Um, and so like, you know, this past weekend I was watching, you know, the little John versus T-Pain battle. I liked it. I think partly because I grew up on Lil John. Lil John basically, you know, was a uh, the theme throughout most of my teenage and college years, and a little bit of professional life or whatever. But 
I enjoyed it. And to be with like almost 300,000 people as well, too. It was, it was worth it. And I, mean, it was, I think I realized that, um, that, of course, me growing up in Virginia, I, like, Virginia's kind of weird when it comes to the radio because sometimes, like, you'll get a lot of New York stuff from, uh, from up north, and then you'll get, depending on where you're at, you might get stuff from down south. I always gravitated more to the stuff from down south. So, you know, especially with, um, I think uh, Jermaine Dupree did, uh, did an IG Live on Friday, then I saw Lil Jon's on, on Saturday. I was like, oh, like this is like this has hit me, hit me where, where it hit me at home, man, because this is my shit. And so, again, of course, I saw Rashad on there, Vera on there, uh, shout out to, uh, to Stanley as well. Like, you know, I was like, yeah, like this, this is what, this is what I grew up on. So that, that was, that was pretty dope. I feel the opposite of all of you guys with this whole celebrities on IG because this is, I have this big problem. When I was in college, um, I, I, when I started college was like the beginning of Facebook and Twitter. And I saw as I matriculated through college, how people stopped going to shit because they could just like learn, like listen to it or check it out, like on their phone, on Twitter or Facebook. And I think what this is going to do is just going to become the norm is you're going to, instead of going to go see Rihanna at State Farm Arena, you could just pay $50 and sit at home and just watch a concert from your, your couch. Actually, like, this, this shit, yeah, it's just going to make us more distant than we already are. I don't like it. Like, you know, they talk about like checking on your friends with the mental like this week right now, like we're only three, two days in to this week. And I'm already like, man, this is. This is getting too much. Like, it's just too distant, man. I miss interaction with human beings. Whatever. That's yeah. a good point, though, man. That's like, you know, one side of the coin. Do you think that will, are there going to be, like, some other trends like that that uh, will continue after the corona economy is over? A lot of food places, maybe they decide they don't need a dining room. You're like, I don't know if motherfuckers will come pick it up out the window on the curb. Yeah, together, I think you're right. There will be a lot of trends with it, you know, especially like in the working world. A lot of places are going to be like, hey, we don't need brick and mortar. We don't need to have all these people at the office when we can continue to work from home, you know, and things like that. But I think it's going to like, especially in like entertainment wise, you're going to have more artists doing things online because it's like, why pay for this big ass concert when I could just basically get this room, design this room and just do a concert in this room and then people are going to pay me $50 to listen to it. You know, I just, you know, I, I'm not a fan of this whole social distancing. Like, I know people are just doing it the past time, but I think it's setting a, a bad precedent for uh, the future. Black no, I, 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 I thought about that earlier today, matter of fact, because I was like, you know, because you really haven't seen, like, the translation for, like, I guess, concerts, because, you know, there's a lot, a lot of artists out here that, would normally have concerts that they can't do that right now. And it's like, like how exactly do you compensate that to where, you know, they can still, you know, get their art out and still actually try to make some kind of money. And now I don't think it'll, it'll eliminate, um, concerts altogether. But, um, at the same time, I think you'll definitely see, it'll be a new avenue to where they can still see how, like, how can we, how can we utilize this future? 
It'll definitely be interesting. Well, I, I think what's also going to be interesting, too, is like, I mean, obviously, I got a five-year-old daughter, and, you know, this weekend, uh, the new Trolls movie comes out. And it's going straight to stream as opposed to going to the theaters. And it's going to be interesting to see how, like, that goes as far as, like, you know, the the, um, the film industry as far as, you know, the, the traditional formula of having, you know, opening weekend and then the six-week or so that's yeah, a great Tony, point. I agree with you with the movies because you know we have kids and it's hard to get your kid to go to the the movie like um the new Pixar movie it like it bombed in the box office because nobody can go to the theaters so what they did is Disney put it on Disney Plus so this movie came out a month ago and it's already available to stream on Disney Plus so which would be dope if you can get more movies like coming streaming to your house that you can um what was the movie Hunted. Hunted, it's another movie. It's a rated R movie that it came out in theaters. It was in theaters for a week, and then now you're able to buy it for $20. You can rent it um, and then watch it at home, and it's a movie that's in theaters. So that – I mean that's a plus of the corona economy. We're going to coin TK's term. So that's a plus of the corona economy. But uh, you know, like I said, I, I think, think it gonna, was something – Go ahead. I think that was something that was already going on. It just wasn't necessarily – known or popular to people that there were films that upon release they could be in theaters and be streaming or you could buy it on a digital platform simultaneously yeah now because of a lot of shittier movies there was a lot of shittier movies (laughs) like family blockbusters now it's like all right it's kind of real it's like yeah not necessarily like blockbuster level but there were some like independent independent award-winning films in some aspects that could be available from time to time but yeah and on your in your case as far as like having blockbuster big notable films uh and and that type of content that is for available for the masses having that available for immediate consumption right well this is actually a business move that just happened like two weeks Mm -hmm. ago Mm -hmm. um they talked about it uh because movies typically you wait 90 days which i literally just learned this like a week ago myself but yeah, the typical period is 90 days. There are some exceptions, like Rashad mentioned just now. But that's, you know, like in order to make money before it gets to streaming, like that's a long time if you can't go out, you know? So like we're looking at the potential cutout of movie theaters completely out of the, the entire pie. Yeah. You know, you like, yeah. If you can get it at home, I mean, what do you need a theater for? I mean, a good surround sound system, but if you have a decent, System Plus at home, chair. yeah. Like I mean, uh, what is it? Um, what is it? Adobe Atmos systems are getting less than five hundred dollars for a good Adobe Atmos system in your house. Right, so you, you know could what say what? I was saying like people getting sound bars left and right. So it's like I mean, eighty inch screen. Yeah, like why am I going to drop twenty dollars for pop for stale ass popcorn and Mike and Ice when yep. I could just watch this shit at home and eat chicken? You yep. know what I mean? Yup. True. Uh, true. 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 Yeah. They're already saying. Um, the, uh, the the theater AMC they might not make it out of this so it, like that hey, hey hush your mouth Grego I got stock in AMC <laughs> we gonna we gonna bounce back <laughs> hey, I, I hope so because I, I, I hey I, have I, you go ahead have you diversified and got some Netflix just I, in case? Uh, man I I got uh actually I don't have Netflix my next thing I'm trying to get is Shopify because they're doing completely well during this whole hey, thing. It, it, it may you may want to see you may want to look at Netflix if you if you're in that industry you might want to look at 
Well, you know they had to toggle <laughs> down their their stream. They just released in India last week, and Disney and Netflix as a whole had to like they were. I guess everyone over there is watching movies in like 720 because they were like consuming too much internet as a whole, like the entire region of Eurasia. Hey, that's hey, that's nuts that like everybody gets Netflix and Disney Plus and bring the servers now. That's yep. crazy. That's crazy. They, had, they literally act them. You know, like, you know you what slow down? Like booming right now is the porn industry right now. Like record numbers. Like I'm talking like the professional stuff, the independent stuff. So this may be like the they could become millionaires out of this. Like some of these people are doing this stuff. Yeah, now, I agree, remember, Tony. You remember the movie uh, Demolition Man? When you're talking about like it was right around this time um, in in that movie where like all the uh, fast food franchises would, yeah. would battle it out. All that was left was Taco Bell. This what's going to happen to um, to movies. All this will be left is porn. That's it. That's it. You're going to be watching. <laughs> hey, man. The next thing is all a I porn say, <laughs> All I got to say is protect your energy, fellas. Protect <laughs> <laughs> your energy, fellas. <laughs> hey, man. I saw. So, uh, kind of, you know, this is supposed to be a sports podcast. There's probably a listener talking about, what are you guys talking about? All this shit. I want to hear about sports. So uh, there's a rumor that MLS is going to announce they're going to they're going to just go ahead and scrap the season uh, next there next week. There, there's rumors out there that they're going to do that. Be be okay. Are you going to be okay, Grego? I mean, you know, I, I, I I'll be fine. I think that the I don't see how they can have their normal season as is with the current setup. Like I think that because. Unless they start thinking about changing the calendar, I don't see how they can do it. I, really I, I agree. Yeah, man. So, I mean, it's, it's a domino effect. They're going to announce. The next thing you know, European and Mexican League is going to announce. And then, like, it's going to be a wrap. 2019-2020 season is going to be an asterisk in history. I think, but I think Bundesliga is already scrapped, right? Yeah. No, they haven't scrapped next year. I think they postponed it, definitely. EPL is scrapped. EPL, they're trying to do closed door games sometime in the middle of May or end of May. Last I heard. <laughs> Shit ain't gonna happen. Shit's not gonna happen, y'all. I mean, this is where they last talk, like, left off at, like, two weeks ago when they were like, okay, we'll extend this for two weeks because obvious reasons. I, I did, I have been hearing conversation as far as, uh, you know, people talking about what, what the players favor and they're saying there's a general consensus of players that are, that really want to end the season, but just know that if they go forward, uh, the expectation of, you know, having a match and then having so many days off, you can't do that. Like for you to continue the season and try to finish it on time, you're going to have to play a match almost every other day. Yeah. And, and that, I guess the rough. thing, because here's, here's something that I, I've been thinking about all, like all this week. And I think that it's something that's definitely going to have to factor in a whole lot. For, of course, I've been bitching about the length of the season since last year, especially with how the off season for a lot of teams was like five months. And for all things considered, there's a lot of teams in the MLS right now that have not, had, that have not played more than two games in the last six months. And that's just wild. And, and if you... It doesn't matter. There's a pandemic going on, man. <laughs> No, because 
when you think about the overall business of the game, and that stat, like it does not. I mean, like that's out of their control. I mean, I, I think it's crazy that we're even like saying, "Oh my gosh." You know, their their calendars aren't going to be the regular calendars. Y'all, everybody's calendar is shit and scrap. It's done. But that's not what I'm done. That's not – at the end of the day, there's a whole ecosystem with this game, whether it's America, Europe, Africa, Asia, all of it. And if you're talking about, you know, you, these teams are still trying to do business somewhere in some shape or, or, or another, and – when you don't have games for, for players to work off of, whether it be training, games, whatever, like, I think that that's something that they have to at least take into consideration as far as, like, if there's a way for them to get games in, because there's, there's interest on both sides there. And when you haven't been playing, that affects your business. And that affects the players' business as well. But so, what I'm saying is what affects all that shit is that you're working in a sense of a pandemic game where hey, you guys, it, it's all because of 5G. If we didn't have 5G, we guys, would have this problem. Tell them. Tell them. <laughs> exactly. Break them off with that realness. It, it's Bill Gates. It's the 5G consortium. They have brought this on us. And without them, we would all be enjoying our sports Yes. Hey, RF waves are a real thing, man. The effect they have on the human body is a real thing, <laughs> man. I wish everyone would go get their $50 Geiger counter or <laughs> device off of Amazon and wait for it to arrive in a week. Listen, man, can, we, can we talk about what has been your favorite conspiracy theory going on right now? Like the, Space Force. Listen, the Bill Gates one, as that one took me today, I got so angry when someone basically broke down the history of Bill Gates stepping down from Microsoft and him becoming creating uh, a vaccine. This is this is why he's been preparing to do this for years. That has been my favorite. If anything, he predicted a couple of years ago. I can't see him doing that to create a vaccine. I don't see it. He's got other things to do. Listen, man, they say Bill Gates is a super villain. He's been plotting this since Apple since Apple knocked Windows off the top. So like, <laughs> moments. What about Converted you? All my all labs. Conspiracy theory. You said what now? What's up? Y'all, y'all got a good conspiracy theory you've heard? I, I, I got one. It's like all the cell towers. That this goes back to 1917 with the Spanish flu epidemic. That was the first rollout of radio, um, radio wave frequencies in the country as a mass. And then 1G, there's also a correlation with a mass rollout and a virus. Uh, 2G, 3G, 4G, I think it was Ebola. So if you'd like to do the research, it, it's out there. You can have fun with that. Um, but I mean, <laughs> they're, they're, I mean, as someone who works with wireless, it, you know, I don't stand in front of the microwave. Let's just say that. <laughs> Dude, my dad has a pacemaker. He can't stand in front of the microwave. That tell you something. Real shit. Yep. Um, the microwave. <laughs> Hey Mine's like one of those 200 watt ones, you know. We are surrounded by Wi-Fi. We are talking to each other via Wi-Fi right now. We oh. have a, most of us have our cell phone on our hip all day. Go you. Ringo! Actually, I want all the listeners and and even our hosts here. Um, if you'd like to really get into it, 
I implore you to go check out a website and you can find out all the antennas that are in your surrounding area. So I sent this to my mother over the weekend just because she was bugging out at like early Saturday morning, like da 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 da. So and so said, but um, yeah. All right. So the website is called www. Obviously, antennasearch.com. Uh, this will show you all the antennas that you have around if you choose to put your address in there. Oh shoot, Russian oh, spy! I can tell you at least, oh, at least there's Wi-Fi, two G, three G, and four G. At least, at least. <laughs> I mean, one of our guys is installing five G. We we were talking about it earlier in the group chat. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's been doing like the good work for months. Even before we knew he was actually doing 5G antennas, like he, he's had, man, he's, he's, he's been on some incredible structures just putting up antennas, man. Just, and yeah, I don't know how you get these stories now, like people putting up antennas saying like they got hazmat suits and everything. Like, yeah, he's just in regular clothes, just putting up antennas. I just now, what was interesting what he did say about the, what was it, the wasp? Don't really bother them as much, or aren't really around the. the it's the power. It's the power, dude. It's ninety-five kilowatts of power compared to four G, which is like five or ten. Like that's a lot of output power. Mm-hmm. I just want to know how Ash is a, is a grandfather, and he looks younger than Ringo. That's all I want to know. Yo, <laughs> he's got good genes, man. He's got good genes. Good for him. Shit. <laughs> I'm trying to look at, I'm trying to see these antenna towers that are going to kill me around me. <laughs> hey, yo, this shit real talk made me want to move to the country. I was like, I, I have, guess we're going to Dallas. I have, yeah, so I have uh, 20 towers and 41 antennas near me. I feel fine. I feel fine. I live <laughs> next uh, next to uh, Air Force, uh, Dobbins Air Force Base. I have 69 towers. God, and 102 damn. antennas within a two-mile radius. God damn. Okay. I, my search radius was two miles. There's 43 towers. Uh, no new towers on the way, but 115 antennas. Whew. Oh, man. I guess I'm doing pretty good. Y'all got yeah, to have mutants. <laughs> Grego, how's the new tra- how's the trap two looking? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I, I've been, um, I'm, I've been all hype about you know moving into the spot, and I was like, shit, by the by the by the turn this thing all out and everything, and then I was like, shit, I can't even enjoy it yet because I, I, I ain't got the crew up in here yet. But you know, one of these days we're gonna be able to, you know, have a great old time up in this bitch, and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm holding, I'm holding up on my own, holding up on my own. And I can say we're gonna have a shit ton of rich And we'll be back after this ad. Man, what's going on, culture? Wanna go ahead and jump in the middle of this conversation and bring to you a new sponsor that we have for the culture doing something for the ladies. You know, we've been stuck in the house due to the coronavirus. The brand Bikini Grand has decided to sponsor the podcast. They love what we're doing. They want to offer something special for the ladies out there on bikinigrand.com. Check it out. Bikini G R A N D.com. 
It's a swimsuit boutique. They're offering unique swimsuits, designs, accessories for that summertime poolside vibe. For listeners today to this podcast, we're offering 30% off on your cart if you use offer code FTCUTD. So ladies, I know you cooped in a house, legs probably hairy, you know what I'm saying? Nails looking crazy. So as soon as this get over, I mean, why not have a bikini that's ready for you to show out at the pool party? Why not have something for the beach? So check out BikiniGrand.com. Once again, use offer code FTCUTD to save 30% off on your purchase. Let's get back to the show. Chilling, hit some golf balls in the backyard. Uh, did some cleaning. Must play, be nice. Play with my mini me. You know. I've not. I, I didn't realize that 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 Tony and Memphis have become social media darlings. Like, you know, they did their videos together. Like, oh shit! It's like, oh, I have I have friends of mine hitting me up saying, hey, like like their videos are just so cute. Like, oh my god. <laughs> I didn't even post a message on that story. <laughs> I didn't even post someone. <laughs> I think I sent it in the group message or whatever. But me and her were playing, having a pillow fight in the backyard, but the blindfolded pillow fight. And, uh, you know, it was it was unfair. You know, I, I knocked the crap out of <laughs> We won't be posting that video publicly. <laughs> People gonna call them folks on me, man. <laughs> I'm surprised there ain't nobody show up already. <laughs> I look at you in the back window. Oh my god, what did he do? <laughs> hey man, this hey, she signed up for. You guys are you guys are joking, but domestic violence cases have risen 32 percent in the nation due to uh, the shelter in place. So, um, if you guys. If you guys know anybody that's going through anything or you may have be suspect of them going through anything, there's a bunch of hotlines that you can reach out to um, to report domestic violence anonymously. Um, I'll send a link out to the social. So, uh, you know, just want to make sure that everybody's safe during these dark times. Yes. Good shout out, Ringo. Y'all make sure to check out. The uh, GCADV, uh, I believe it's going to be Georgia something against domestic violence. Uh, dot com. Yeah, and then for the listeners that are not in Georgia, hit up one eight hundred seven nine nine seven two three three, and that's the national domestic violence hotline. Um, you know, like a lot of people are scared and they don't know what's going on this time and they don't know how to react like an adult. So they lash out against the people they love. So, um, I don't mean to take a dark turn, but I know there's a lot of people out here that, you know, they, they turn to us for a little levity in their life. So I just want to make sure we're thinking about you and we got you. Also some dark turns, some back room dealing, some money grabbing and stealing. Ooh, I think we already knew. But we're going to bring it all home. Quitar, it was a sham. It was all a sham job. No way. You're telling me You're telling me that Qatar didn't earn their spot with their great marketing, their GDP, and their great tourism? I'm sorry. Qatar, Qatar didn't win the marketing. 
like I said, like they've been doing this this investigation for the better part of five, six years now. And it's not something that's really a great surprise to anyone that's really been following this for um, pretty much during their whole time. But, um, but yeah, I, all I know is I'll be very happy if they actually do open up the bidding again for for uh, the TV rights because Fox, Fox sucks with their coverage, and I'm, um, I'd be more than happy to see them lose their rights. So I – let make that make that part happen at least. Only time Fox has been good is when it was Fox Soccer Channel. That's it. it. Was, and that was dirty. <laughs> that shit was like a, that shit was like in two forty p. That was like Meridian Hall at Howard's campus, straight bootlegging the cable. Like, here we go. <laughs> like I like I remember like them hyping up. They had HD for the longest time, and it took like almost a year for me to finally get. It. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I can finally see see the picture clear now. Like, oh my god! Like, but yeah, I'm like I, I've been thoroughly disappointed with with their World Cup coverage. They don't know how to get analytical with any of their shit, and they and of course we saw how they half assed um, the men's World Cup because the USA wasn't in it. So I'm like, yeah. Get this to somebody, somebody who will care about the World Cup, regardless of who's in it. So, yeah, I actually enjoyed um, the the Q and A's uh, from um, from last week. Um, I actually that we should make that a a, a regular thing. Um, there was one question that I, I heard from um, from last week that I, I I was I wish I had been been in for uh, that culture of a club, and the short answer for that is. This whole thing is bigger than any club because I think I mentioned in past episodes that we could have easily been just a supporters group and we felt like the message that we had was bigger than this one club. So, yeah, culture over club, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a whole brotherhood, it's a whole sisterhood, it's a, it's a whole community and network. So, you know, for that, for that alone, you know, you can't, um, you can't underestimate the power of, building a community uh, within this country and even beyond. So, you know, culture of a club is a real thing. And that's something that, that I, I know I take very seriously while, you know, with connecting with everyone out there, whether it's the socials or, you know, here in Atlanta. So like that, that's a, that's a cool thing. Like, yeah, we, you know, I, can we do that next week? Q&A? Yeah, some more Q&As. I don't see why not. I, think I mean, ain't no other, ain't, ain't no other news going on. Like I know, right? Time to cure in the next. <laughs> cool. So yeah, next week we'll do some more Q and A's. Hit us up on the socials, and also, uh, or also email us at ftcutd at gmail We'll get your questions out there and all that good stuff. A bit of housekeeping before we go into two up to two down. We're still doing fifteen uh, percent off on ftcutd.myshopify.com promo code four stars. Um, still working with. Um, I've gotten some of the name sets in from Fallen Arrows. Um, I'm waiting on some of the other ones because they're, of course, this whole thing is as a feather their productivity as well. So I'm I'm hoping they they can still provide us with name sets. I might have to look elsewhere, but. Um, but they're still going. As far as I'm concerned, we're still open. So if you want to make an order, we'll make we'll make it work. Um, 
and go and go from there. But uh, like I said, fifteen percent off is still ongoing at um, at the culture shop. So uh, yeah, two up and two down, man. What, what y'all got, man? Um, I'll just I just real quick, um, just a up. Uh, shouts out to Andrew Weeby and his wife for recovering from uh, COVID nineteen. Uh, they ended up getting it. Um, uh, re- really crazy. Notice he was like kind of MIA for a little bit, but him and his wife ended up contracting the virus. And they've both fully recovered. So blessings. Andrew Weeby is one of the hosts on Extra Time Radio, MLS uh, Soccer Podcast. So, um, you know, shit's real. That's all I got. <laughs> what you got, Coach? Um, you know, I guess to the down I got is just that, like, you know, due to these crazy times. I was really looking forward to this spring slash summer. You know, you talked, Grego, about this brotherhood and sisterhood that Florida culture has created. You know, we were going to have a spring line come out, you know, some, you know, new pledges and everything. We're going to have our new line come out from the spring chapter of what we got going on for Florida culture. And I'm sad to see that we will not have a line cross the sands of Florida culture this spring, you know. So um, sad to see that. You know, positive. Uh, um, finally finished Ozark, and I finally finished Assassin's Creed. I told y'all about two, three episodes ago that I was going to finish Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I finished that. It's it's a nice little personal goal of mine, so I'm proud of myself. With Shadimus, I say uh, my ups would be um, man getting through this week and, and seeing some of my like. Legends, childhood legends, and current, you know, legends duking it out online. Uh, T Pain and the, the many lives that Lil John went in on, man. Just, just bringing back the old school Atlanta vibes, man. Just, it was a good week um, on that front. My down would be waking up this morning and reading some pretty, like, I won't, I won't call it disgusting because it's like. I get it. Get your money. But there's a particular player uh, that wears number seven on one of my clubs. And especially during this time, and then also your output and performance, uh, you know, isn't really interested in taking the pay cut that he deserves to take um, <laughs> and really hasn't really shown that you deserve that kind of uh, those wages. So I don't want to say any names. I'm pretty sure you get you guys on the panel can guess who I'm speaking of. But um, that would just be my down, uh, just to keep it soccer related. But yeah, that's it. Can anybody guess oh, what I'm talking about? Oh, man. Call Alexis Sanchez out, man. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. There it is. All right. Well, that's actually a great segue because I was just going to throw shade at Liverpool and Tottenham. Um, for basically wanting to furlough their workers and not um, and, and take government money without actually paying their workers, you know, um, and their staff, uh, you know, their, what they're due. So uh, I thought that was pretty shitty. That's definitely going to be my down. My up is going to be shout out to all the clubs that are um, sticking with their staff and paying them for their wages. And, you know, in this difficult time where money is scarce, um, shout out to Georgia Department of Labor. My unemployment email is confirmed. I'm going to get a check soon. 
Okay. And I, I feel like I had one more up, and I just just vanished. Uh, so I will make a just vague reference. Walking outside these days reminds me a lot of Thanos post snap. <laughs> That's all I got. Listen, TK, I, I posted on Twitter today. Like I am pro. Like Thanos was justified. Like the world, it looks beautiful around. Like it's. It looks like I'm starting to see bees in my backyard. Like I'm saying, like any listeners, don't take this the wrong way. People are dying, but like <laughs> nature's coming back, man. Thanos was justified. Period. <laughs> Bring us home. Okay, um, my, I'm gonna do my my down first. Uh, of course, y'all been seeing the the don't rush challenges on on. Um, Twitter and Facebook and, and all that stuff and on TikTok. Um, I, by the way, FTC, U2D, POD. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the down was, uh, of course, uh, some of uh, the women of, of soccer here in, in the stateside, the, the new, uh, basically it's a new project called the Plastic Supporters Group. It's like a, basically a women's um, focused uh, supporters group. They did a um, uh, don't rush challenge video the other day and Jalen Robinson of DC United um, basically decided to chime in with his criticisms, calling it terrifying. Um, I saw what he was trying to trying to say, cause he kind of cleaned it up afterwards, basically saying that the women who were in the video, which some of us, uh, we actually know. And, uh, you know, they didn't need makeup for all that, but you know, people are trying to find creative ways to, you know, keep themselves busy and occupied during all this. And I'm like, why are you trying to shit on their, on, on their fun and all that stuff? So, you know, and mind you, nothing about calling something terrifying is, is a compliment. So I, I don't know what he was trying to do with that particular um, uh, comment and evaluation there. But, yeah, shout out to the plastic, shout out to Adriana and Kelly Francis, uh, Grego's best friend. And, um, you know, just that was just uh, ridiculous. Um, but, uh Aside from that, uh, question, Grego. What's up? Everybody wants to know when Porter Coach is going to do a don't rush challenge. Tony, we said not to read that question out loud. Come on, man. And I got a couple suits I can throw on. Just let me know. Yeah, when y'all so yeah, I got some suits. I got some suits. I'm like, hold up. Like, what would I wear? Like, yes. But um, cause I don't think I've, have any guys been doing this. It's just been all women. Like, you know, whether it's, you know, Greeks or soccer or firefighters and all that. Say, hey, y'all keep that shit coming. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> nah, there's been guys. There's some content out there for the ladies, for some guys. Y'all just got to find it. I ain't going to send it to y'all. I'm a hater. <laughs> Oh man, but um, but yeah. Aside from that, the uh, the uh, I guess my up, I'll, I'll go ahead and reserve it. The uh, the FTC jerseys will be out this week. Finally, uh, had to make a couple of corrections with the uh, Atlanta jersey. That one might not come out this week, but at least the black, uh, the coach of black jersey will will be out this week. That one's uh, good to go. Uh, we'll have the details on that probably once uh, once the episode drops along with uh, on the links and everything. But uh, yeah, that's been something that 
like I've talked about in the past weeks, we've been working on that for the better part of a whole year. So glad to see those are finally coming out, you know. And also, if you um, buy a jersey on there, we are going to work it out to where you can get a, another discount co- code on the on FTCUTD.myshopify.com. So, yeah, just be, like it's finally here, it's finally coming. So, yeah, I'm definitely excited about that. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm just glad you know to be back on the air. I know it's been a few weeks since we uh, since uh, since I've been on on the lines with y'all. You know, as always, make sure that y'all. Uh, leave a leave a review on iTunes and, and any other app that y'all listen to, whether it's Stitcher, Podbean, Anchor, uh, Spotify, you know, whatever, whichever way you can find feedback, uh, make sure you do that. But, yeah, I know a lot of you guys are on iTunes, so definitely make sure you leave a five-star review. Make sure you leave a comment. Like I said, if you, if you, good, if you do that shit, then, you know, We'll, we'll, we'll make sure you reread the reviews and uh, get you and uh, get you a plug on the show. And um, and you know, make sure you shout us out on on the on the social FTC UTD. But yeah, make sure that you uh, yeah you get uh, get the reviews and um, and we'll get your show. Of course, next week we will do more uh, Q and A. So make sure that you shoot us a DM what, or leave us a comment on on the socials uh, with your questions and uh, we'll definitely make sure that we uh, we get your questions answered on the show. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we, we, we plug it through this, this damn quarantine run and uh, we're we going we gonna to make this shit work. So um, what, 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 what you got, what you got for shot, man? You're, you muted, Rashad. It's like a damn conference call at work. God damn. Come on, man. Sorry, sorry, I was muted. <laughs> In your... <laughs> there you go, Shad. What's up? I'm in the game now. I'm in the game. Hey. I'm just uh, waiting on this, this, this kit to drop. We've been waiting on this for the longest, so uh, I know the team's ready to get laced up in some culture gear. I know I am. Um, just making moves in this uh, in this, this time of Corona. So uh, I know we we still have a lot of big plans coming for the culture. We're just ready to see the other side through, man. So I'm just staying my optimistic self and doing what I got to do. But it's squad. So yes, make sure you, you support your favorite Black Soccer podcast. You know whether it's gone through the store, listen to the podcast. You know, I said we're we're trying to be as as active as we can throughing all this, because yeah, well, I mean, shit. absolutely. Stay home anyway. So. I was gonna say, uh, just make sure if you. Just gonna, I just want to put this out there. Like, you love what you hear, you love what you see. Following the socials, uh, you listening to the podcast right now. We're gonna say it again. If you if you love what we're doing, please leave comments. Please leave feedback on wherever you're leave, you're listening to the podcast right now. Leave us five stars iTunes, wherever you're listening, just leave us some comments, leave us some feedback, and maybe we'll feature on the show. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to make sure we reiterate that. Like, we love hearing from you guys. It helps make us better. helps keep us pushing quality content to the people. So. And don't get it twisted, because just because we just are, we are on break, the smoke is still, is still there. The smoke is still there. And we want all of it. But um, but yeah, that's that's all we got for this week. Unless unless Ringo's kids got got anything else for the show. Oh, bro, I'm done, man. Let's, let's wrap it up.
Cool, cool, cool. But yes, as always, catch on the socials. Catch on, on, on yes, to be on the lookout for the, for the jersey drop. Uh, we'll have to post on that this week. But yeah, for, for Ringo, for Tony, for Rashad, for TK on the ones and twos, it's great. Well, the culture's real. The culture's everywhere. Y'all stay safe on the streets. Catch y'all soon and we out. Hey, it's Robbie Earl at the Miami Fan Fest. Just a big shout out to the Culture Podcast and all the black coaches out there. Continue to do the work, continue to spread the message, continue to grow the game. We all have a responsibility. Big up to everybody.